Welcome to the podcast channel of the East Bay Unity Intergroup of Overeaters Anonymous. The opinions expressed here are those of individual members and do not represent OA as a whole. For more information about our intergroup, please visit our website at eastbayoa.org. Hi, everybody. My name is Janice, and uh, I am a compulsive overeater. I am a recovered abstinent compulsive overeater with a program. Uh, I really uh, appreciate having this invitation. Uh, Cindy uh, called me when she heard me uh, on the Region 2 panel a, a few weeks ago and everything. But uh, I just got off of a Zoom uh, talk with Puerto Rico. They were uh, trying to establish a new meeting over there, and they were having a lot of technical difficulties. So I'm kind of stressed right now. And it's 8 o'clock for me because I live in uh, Central Time. But I'm going to give it my best shot, okay? <laughs> I, uh, I'm grateful uh, I'm grateful for each and every time that I do get to share my experience, strength, and hope because uh, I come to you with a, a lot of passion and, and a lot of hope. Uh, but I also come here uh, with my weaknesses, you know, which I'm, I'm willing to share with all of you. But as a result of that, I come here from a very sacred place and space with inside of me, because uh, it's it's sometimes sometimes it's not easy for me to try to remember uh, all all that has uh, expi- expired and uh, in <laughs> wait I'm getting my words mixed up. Okay, <clears throat> I need the serenity prayer right here. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. The courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. I have a, I have a, a habit of wanting to jump into something and I, I want to take the, talk about the end before I talk about the beginning. You know, it's, it's just like I get it all confused because uh, I've been in Overeaters Anonymous over 43 years. I, I came to OA April the 4th of 1978 and uh, I was born uh, August the 7th of 1939. So, I mean, that's uh, in eight days, I'm going to be 82. And I've been in OA 40, uh, 43 years. I mean, that's over half of my life, you know. So it's hard to um, remember what it was like, what happened and what it's like now, because a lot of times I remember what it was like, what happened and what it's like now, the last 43 years, you know. But uh, there, there was a lot that, that has gone on in my life uh, through, through all of these years. When I, um, when I first came into OA uh, in Homer, Louisiana, is where I've lived for uh, almost 65 years. Uh, my husband, Jimmy, and I are going to be married 65 years, April the uh, 12th, I mean, August the 12th. We got married August the 12th of 1956, and we've raised three kids, and we have six grandkids and uh, five great-grandkids. So, you know, I, I have a, a real full life uh, besides having this uh compulsive overeating disease. It's a disease that I have. And as a result of that, I need a daily uh, treatment for that. And uh, part part of that treatment is the Fellowship of Overeaters Anonymous. And uh, there are two powers at work in this, the power of the groups, the members, and the power of God, the way God works in my life, the God as I understand God. And so I know that uh, God is real and I, I know that he's large and he's in charge and uh, I'm sure hoping he'd be with me right now. You know, a lot of times I know he is and sometimes I don't, I'm not so sure, you know, and uh, 
other times I know that, you know, he's really on the job. So I'm, I'm praying that uh, y'all will listen with your heart as well as with your ears, because uh, I will be sharing the language of my heart. And, and the language I'm coming to you with is a Cajun accent, a Southern drawl. You know, I, I live down here by the Gulf of Mexico and in Homa, Louisiana. And uh, I was born in Gonzales, Louisiana, which is mid Louisiana. So I'm definitely a, a, a Louisiana girl. I'm a Louisiana girl back and forth, okay? Uh, so uh, I really feel like that I was led to Overeaters Anonymous uh, on April the 4th of 1978 because uh, I took uh, diet pills for uh, over 15 years. I, uh, I took my first bottle of diet pills when I was 17 years old and my mother-in-law gave them to me because she had gone to a doctor, a diet doctor. And when I first got married and all, uh, I was uh, small, I, I wasn't overweight. And uh, when I started cooking and eating, you know, cooking doesn't make you gain weight, girls. I don't, and boys, I don't know if you know that. Cooking doesn't make you gain weight. Eating makes you gain weight, okay? And compulsive overeating really makes you gain weight. So anyway, uh, I was having a good time cooking and eating when uh, Jimmy and I first got married and I started gaining uh, weight right away. But anyway, I took those diet pills and um, I, I, uh, I searched after that for um, 15 years, you know, uh, taking different diet pills and going to different doctor, diet doctors and, uh, taking diet shots and, and, and all of that. I spent a lot of money on that. And I, I have a lot of guilt about that, but you know, uh, I had a sponsor one time, she used to say, screw guilt, you know? So every once in a while, when that guilt comes up, I have to say, screw it, Janice, it doesn't matter, you know, because that's the past. And um, that that's why I have to, uh, as the way I sought, I sought after diet pills is the way I seek after this program. I have to Go at, go at it with everything in me because I know that I am not cured. Um, I know that what I do have is a, a daily reprieve and, and I know that that is contingent on the maintenance of my uh, spiritual condition. You know, I, I, I have this disease and I, I was looking up, I, I really uh, like words. I, uh, I've done most of my recovery through uh, learning words, learning new words. Uh, because I needed to understand what these words were, were telling me and what was talking, talking to me about. And uh, I've, I've worn out many, many dictionaries through these last 43 years. And, you know, my mama taught me uh, that when I was a young girl, she I would ask her, how do you spell something? And she'd say, go look it up. And I, I didn't like that. I felt like, you know, she was just pushing me away or not wanting to fool with me. And it it added to my feelings of abandonment and, you know, insecurities and everything. But she taught me such a lesson, you know, go look it up. And that that's the way I've been in uh, Overeaters Anonymous is to continue to look up the words. So uh, <clears throat> last, I, I, we have two uh, meetings here in Homa, Louisiana. And uh, in, in September, it started September the uh, 15th of uh, 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 1977 is when OA started in Homa. And I came in April the 4th of 1978. So OA was only seven months old in my town when I came. So people really didn't know much what they were doing. We were, we were trying to, they were, they were, and I was trying to uh, follow what uh, was coming out of Los Angeles because, you know, that's where our founder Roseanne was. And that's where uh, Overeaters Anonymous originated in uh, Los Angeles. So we were uh, trying to, uh, we were reading the stuff that was coming out of there, but um, 
Thursday at my OA meeting, right now through the pandemic and everything, we had phone meetings. We have two phone, two meetings in Homa. And I, I was just so grateful because we had my friends, people I sponsor from other states and other cities that all join us. And so, so grateful to have the, uh, those phone meetings. And so now we're hybrid meeting here in Homa. And, uh, you know, OA was really a, a we're really the forefront of a lot of that over this anonymous because the hybrid meeting started in 2019 and the pandemic started in 2020. So, I mean, you know, we were ahead of the pack there, so to speak. Uh, so right now, um, our two meetings at home are hybrid meetings. So if you're ever interested in joining us, joining us on Thursday morning at 10.15, we central time or Monday night at 5.30, uh, p.m. Central Time. We're listed on the uh, OA website. But anyway, last last Monday night at the meeting, uh, I was we were, I was looking at uh, in how it works uh, about the resentment, how resentment, you know, how how dangerous resentment is, and that uh, what I read was these words that uh, it it uh, it generates all forms of spiritual disease. That resentment all forms of spiritual disease. And I thought to myself, wow, wow. I wonder what all those diseases are, you know, questioning that. And what I've come to understand is, is that probably it's just anything that self gets in the way of what God's will really is for me. But uh, so today I looked up the word disease again, once again, probably for the hundred thousandth time, you know, trying to understand what, what they're telling me that I have a disease, that I have a disease of the spirit, that I have a disease of the emotion, that I have a disease of the physical, you know. And uh, I loved it in uh, November of 1980 when the Brown Overeaters Anonymous book came out and we had the appendices in, in the back of the book. And that really, really helped me uh, so much to try to start understanding more. I was in OA uh, two and a half years at that time. But when I first came in, all, all we had, OA, mostly had was the packet and the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. And I am a dear lover of the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. And I've learned a lot and I still do. But I have also learned so much from my Overeaters Anonymous uh, material. Uh, I learned so much from uh, that uh, first Brown book that we had. And then the second one came out. And, and now that we have our third edition, we call it the basket weave. If uh, you haven't seen it, that's what most people call it, the basket weave. And uh, Dr. Martin Lerner wrote a beautiful forward in there about the addiction. And uh, it taught me much more about what, what we're really talking about. That is that brain reward, brain reward that, that we're looking for. And also uh, uh, Teresa Wright, who is a nutritionist, that uh, she uh, wrote uh, the, uh, for the Appendix A in the back of the book. And she says that it's, you know, it's only us that could get ourselves uh, involved in OA are gonna recover. We gotta get involved in OA. And it's the service that uh, really have kept me. But uh, when I looked up the, uh, the, the definition of uh, disease today, you know, it's an unhealthy condition and it's a disturbance or a bad condition of the mind. It's a bad condition of the mind. And so that when, I eat, when I eat foods that I'm addicted to, it affects my mind. It affects that bio, that, that bio stuff in, inside of me. 
But one of the things that I love was uh, what Shakespeare said. He said, it's a disease of not listening. <laughs> that was the first time I ever read that. It's a disease of not listening. Now, doesn't that describe me as a compulsive overeater that I haven't really wanted to listen? But, you know, it's just an abnormal condition that harms normal functioning. And if I'm eating compulsively and if I'm putting that sugar and that chocolate and all of those sweet foods that I, that's what I lived on. I lived on those sweet foods in my body. My brain was whacked, okay? Plus, I was taking diet pills. Plus, I was taking birth control pills. And the sponsor that I have right now, she was telling me how when she took birth control pills, it messed up her hormones and blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking the combination of birth control pills and diet pills, oh my God, girls, my, man, my life was, my mind was whacked, okay? But uh, anyway, it took, it took me uh, having this disease to be able to uh, come to Overeaters Anonymous. And, and I'm grateful that, you know, I've stayed. And uh, because I know, you know, there's incredible power in the sharing of personal experiences. I know that uh, because, you know, we don't just tell, we share, we share and we care. And, and when we really talk uh, about the language of the heart, it has no age. I mean, I'm almost 82 years old, but I could talk to a 16-year-old and tell them, girls, you need, girl, you need to get in here. A girl, man, you need to get in here, you know, because you don't know what's coming down the pipe for you. But nobody can come until they're ready. We can't force anybody to come. We can only share what, what has worked for us. And um, Because I know that this program renews the mind, and it has renewed my mind. But you know, I know that recovery is a process that moves along a specific path. It's a path of spiritual growth. And there's 12 steps to this path. And then we have our uh, the 12 traditions all, all right. But this path, this process requires rigorous self-honesty, rigorous self-honesty. And I had to come uh, honest step by step by step by step okay uh, but i i will uh continue to share with what time i have now how i've recovered from that seemingly hopeless state of this mind and this body oh already okay okay well anyway i thank y'all for uh being here i would like to say that i have shared my recovery and this OA message to all the region 10, all over region 10 and 32 states. I mean, you know, um, I'm, I'm an old hat at this, but it doesn't keep me from being grateful each and every time that I get to do this. And it, it makes me so grateful if just one person will not have the disease of not listening. Listen to what we are telling each other. Listen to what this program is teaching us. Listen, listen to what Alcoholics Anonymous has laid down for us and listen to what um, Overeaters Anonymous has adapted and adopted as our way of life, because I am so grateful for Alcoholics Anonymous. I never even had heard of the 12 steps when I came into OA April the 4th of 1978. I never had. But this barefoot country girl has traveled all over the world to carry this message with my weaknesses with my weaknesses because that's what i am i am a i'm a weak compulsive overeater but i have a life of service to god i have a life of service to my family and uh i uh i sponsor and and i have a sponsor i i've had 
three of my sponsors have died in this program. I mean, that's painful to, to lose a sponsors like that. One of them sponsored me 11 years. The other one sponsored me five years. And the that's last time. one. Thank y'all. 